Yeah, it's sports talk from the three bros. Something you can bet on like Pete Rose. And you better not miss it like some free throws. Giving taste is more accurate than Drew Brees throws. And it might get explosive like some C4. We just giving you a look inside the peephole. So if you got a weak take, you better keep those. Or get your cheeks swole when you step into the ring with the Amiibros. What's up? It's your boy, 85, from the Me Bros Podcast, giving you your weekly dose of excellence in sports picking. I, I, I can't remember that off the top of my head. I don't know. If, it sounds good. It fits right. Uh, it, it's almost like all my picks right now. I mean, your boy's hitting at about 80% the last five weeks on the college football picks against the spread. Check these out this week. I got some that I think are going to be lovely to your bank account. I think they're going to be lovely to your soul. I think they're going to be lovely to your mind, your spirit, everything, you know. But let's get into a couple thoughts that I want to get into. First, Clippers going to clip. I tried to tell y'all over and over and over again, everybody told me about how Kawhi was the best player in the world. And I said, hey, guys, Kawhi, I mean, I'm gonna. How many of you guys follow tennis, any of that kind of stuff? But you know, there's a there can be somebody that's like, hey, there's a number one tennis player in the world. You know, but when they play Serena, like it, it doesn't matter. You know why? Because they're number one in the world in ranking alone. Because oh yeah, they won this tournament. Blah blah blah. blah. That's what the Clippers are. That's what Kawhi was when it was like, oh yeah, Kawhi's the best player in the world because LeBron got injured and he won a title. So he won a major, like you do in tennis without LeBron being in the playoffs, and facing Golden State without KD and for half the series without Clay, And everybody told me, oh, no, no, he, said, he did it by himself. Look at the Raptors roster. They, I, he said, there's no other superstars. And I told you guys, they won 59 games the year before he got there with DeMar DeRozan. They went 17-5 and last year when he didn't play. And lo and behold, we are in December. Guess who's got a better record? The Raptors, his old team, without him, and mind you, without Serge Ibaka and Kyle Lowry for the majority of the season, have a better record than the Clippers, who are 3-6 and six on the road and just got stomped out last night by the Bucks, which they lost by 28 points. That was even closer than the score was. They were down 41 um, at a good point. They were, they were down by, by over 40 points for a good part of the second half. I tried to tell you guys, yeah, I like Paul George. I like Kawhi. I think they're both top 10 players in the league. I think Kawhi obviously is a top five player in the league. I like their roster. I like Patrick Beverly. I like a lot of things they're doing. I like, obviously, Doc Rivers as a coach. But people that are trying to tell, oh, yeah, they know. Paul George and Kawhi are better than Anthony Davis and LeBron. Pfft. Guys, I don't know how you can continue to look at the, the, the world and look at the gravity and everything and try to tell me the world's flat. You guys heard your Kyrie Irving. And speaking of Kyrie Irving, see, that's, that's professionals call a segue right there. I tried to tell you guys again. I said, all this time, everybody's telling me, oh, no, no, you know, Kyrie, I mean, he's just top 10 player in the league. Greatest ball handler of all time. You know, all time, I have people telling me, oh, Kyrie's a better player all time than Scottie Pippen. I mean, Jordan had Scottie. Scottie never averaged more than 22 points a game. I mean, when LeBron won the finals, he averaged, Kyrie averaged 29 points. I mean, Kyrie's just, <laughs> Kyrie's a very, very talented basketball player. One of the most uniquely talented players that we've seen at the point guard position. But you know what he's not? 
He's not a leader. Kyrie is not the guy you can build a team around and have success. And we're saying this for the third time. When Kyrie was in Cleveland the first time, they weren't winning any games until LeBron got there. Even during that stretch, they had a better record his last season before LeBron got there with Jarrett Jack starting at point guard when Kyrie didn't play than they had with Kyrie Irving. But everybody's like, oh, he's just young. He's just young. And then LeBron gets there, they start winning, and everybody says, oh, no. They were, they were, you know, David Griffin had the, the whole press conference about, you know, they were a little disappointed that LeBron got there because they were on this trajectory where they were about to take off and they were just building something together. And then LeBron got there and just ruined it. Oh, yeah, you know, just gets their four straight finals, wins the title. No, he just ruins it. But then, okay, LeBron gets there, and then, you know, LeBron, whenever he sat out games, they were like, you know, 0-21, I think their first 21 games he sat out. But And Kyrie played in a majority of those games. But you know what? The team was built around LeBron. There's there's nothing Kyrie could do. I mean, Kyrie's an extremely talented player. I mean, you put him on a team where he's the main guy, and he's going to dominate. But, you know, the team's just set up around LeBron, so they couldn't win any games when LeBron sat out. And even in the games where LeBron would go to the bench, you watch the series versus the, the, the Warriors with KD's first series. The first game of that series, LeBron, he had the guys up 11 points. He sat out for 59 seconds. 59 seconds. Kyrie was in the game. He came back in. The, they were at one. He was out for 59 seconds. And this is what I've said for years. Kyrie is an extremely talented basketball player, but I don't think he's a winning basketball player. I don't think, obviously, defensively, he's a liability, and I don't think he elevates the players around him. So then everyone's like, oh, no, he's going to go to the Celtics, and then watch what he does with the Celtics. And I will agree. He got to the Celtics. First year, I said, Kyrie's way better than I thought he was. He's impressed me. I didn't see this from him. I mean, the team is winning. They're, they're, they're balling out right now. And then he gets hurt. Then the team goes to the Eastern Conference Finals, and it sets up for next year, which was last year. I said, okay, we're going to see. I think the Celtics are the only team that could literally match up with the Warriors and say, hey, look, from a talent standpoint, we're on the same playing field. I don't think they're, they were as talented, but you look at it and say, depth-wise, I mean, you, you got Kyrie Irving, who's the top three-point guard in the league. You got Jalen Brown, who's an extremely great, uh, great player. I mean, average over 20 this year. You had Jason Tatum, who's, you know, blossoming – possible superstar as your three. You got Gordon Hayward. You got Marcus Morris. You got Al Horford. You got all these guys that I'm like, oh, they're going to figure this thing out. And it's, it's going to be, I mean, you got Terry Rozier off the bench. You got Marcus Smart off the bench. I mean, you got a, a talented roster. And Kyrie ruins it. And he ruins it not because Kyrie didn't play well for most of the year. He did. He ruined it because Kyrie did not want to play on a team with that much talent. Oh, he did, but he wanted to play on a team that had that much talent that nobody knew was talented. So the first year, when when everything went well, was because Jason Tatum's a rookie. Nobody really knows how good Jalen Brown is. And then he gets there. They're playing extremely well. Uh, Jason Tatum, for the first half of the year, was shooting 50% threes. Jalen Brown shooting over 45% threes and playing lockdown defense. So they could look at it and say, oh, look at Kyrie. Kyrie is averaging 23, same 23 he was averaging with LeBron. And look, they're winning all these games. But then last year, what happened? The team, they, 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 they had, you know, three months to play without him in the playoffs, but go to the Eastern Conference Finals, and now everybody says, oh, you know, Jason Taylor's a really good player. Jalen Brown, I mean, they could have gotten Kawhi, but, you know, they said, no, we don't want to get rid of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Like, there's, there's all this talent on the team, and then Kyrie ruins it. 
Nobody gets along with them. Reportedly, they all hated each other. And everybody gave him a pass. They said, okay, here we go. Go to the Nets. Nets are going to be the team with you and KD. That, that team went to, the went, to the, went to the playoffs last year, and you're replacing D'Angelo Russell. So in reality, even if you guys are the exact same player, you guys should be a better team. I mean, especially Dunwoody's a really good player. You got Karis LeVert, who missed a lot of time last year, but still a really good player. You got a shot blocker at, at the rim with uh, my guy from Texas, who I can't think of his name. His name's slipping my mind now. And you get DeAndre Jordan. I mean, you got a lot of talent. And that team this year is 4-7 and seven with Kyrie and 6-3 and three without him. I think we're at the point where we can finally admit Kyrie is Stephon Marbury. And I said that years ago. Eventually, you guys will get it. I'm not going to say he's going to end his career in China. I think he's going to end his career a lot earlier than people think. He even said, hey, I'm not going to be one of those guys playing until I'm 35. I think Kyrie is going to play this contract out. And then he's probably going to go to an Indian reservation or, and, and go as Lil, Lil Mountain, I think is his, his, his Native American name. And I think that's what's going to be the end of Kyrie Irving in the league. But I digress. Let's get into some football really quickly. I told you my, my Texans were going to stop out the Patriots. Patriots are playing the Chiefs this week. Take the Chiefs. Um, I don't believe in the Chiefs tremendously. And there is a, a stat that with Julia Edelman plays with Tom Brady in New England versus AFC teams. They are 41-0 over the last decade. Um, but I watched the game last year. Chiefs outplayed them. And the Patriots struggle with speed. And there's not a team that has more speed than the Chiefs. And the Chiefs need the game more. And the Patriots offense is terrible. And the Chiefs secondary has looked really good. Take the Chiefs. I'll, I, I wouldn't even make that a part of my picks. I'll get into a couple college picks right now. But I will tell you that's going to be one that, that you want to keep your eye out on. College picks. Obviously, you guys know. My Clemson Tigers, I mean, they, they, they just do good in my heart, you know? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Aggie. I mean, I'm a North Carolina A&T Aggie. We're going to be in a celebration bowl for what I call the Aggie uh, Invitational because we're in there every year. But college football playoffs right now, there are implications going on. I'm going to tell you guys, take Clemson plus 28 and a half or minus 28 and a half points. That's my first pick. Uh, let me give you a couple stats. Clemson has won their last six games by 35 or more points. Longest streak in the AP poll era. Secondly, Clemson has covered the spread in 10 out of 12 games this season. That is astronomical. That is something that I don't think can be really explained. You throw in the fact that Trevor Lawrence last six games has 16 touchdowns, no picks. Travis Etienne won back-to-back -back ACC Player of the Years and still didn't end up in the Dope Walker Award finalists. And they have the number one defense in the country. I'm going to take Clemson to cover the 28 and a half points. Next. Um, I told you guys Oregon was going to cover Utah on the actual podcast, but I'm not going to take credit for that. Hey, guys. Hey, I, I tried to tell you Utah was trash. Um, next, Georgia's also trash, and they're going to be missing their starting cornerback uh, for the first half of the game. And DeAndre Swift is questionable. I don't think he's going to be able to play. And they got uh, Cager, they're, they're probably their top receiver, who's going to be out. And they already struggle to move the ball. So I think LSU pounds Georgia. Take LSU uh, minus the seven points. There are places you can get it at six and a half. If you can, get the six and a half or bet it down to six and a half just in case of seven. But I'm going to pick LSU and win the game by 14 points. I don't think it's going to be that competitive. Uh, last year, even when Georgia was a really uh, a much better team than they are this year offensively, LSU must stomp them out uh, in the game by about 22 points. So that was the reason why Georgia didn't make the playoffs last year. That will be the reason they make it this year. Also, uh, I'm not sure who's going to win this game, Baylor or Oklahoma, but I can tell you one thing, nine and a half points for Oklahoma is way too much. I've seen Baylor, they, they dominated that first game. Uh, they, they choked it away at the end, but they dominated it for the first, you know, 
three and a half quarters. Um, also, you look at the game. Uh, since then, Baylor has dominated everybody they face. Oklahoma still continued to struggle on defense. So I'm going to take Baylor uh, plus the nine and a half points. Boy, book that. And the last one, you got Appalachian State versus Uni University of Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, they're only a seven and a half point under. Are you favorite? Um, take Appalachian State. Appalachian State is mud-stomping people. Um, they beat Troy last week by, I want to say it was 49 points. Um, I expect them to cover the 7.5. Book it. All right, guys, you can check us out on all the social media pages. We got uh, Adam E. Bros uh, underscore podcast on uh, Instagram. You got um, uh, Adam E. Bros podcast on Twitter. You got uh, Facebook.com forward slash the Amibros. Bros. And you can check out the podcast any place you can get your podcast which is Apple Podcast. Check it out on Spotify, Google Play, um, YouTube, Podbean, um, anywhere else. And I'm out.